Welcome to today's edition of the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. In addition to feature reports, I'll bring you a look at regional and national agricultural news. And the show starts right after this. Hey, it's Jesse Waters from Fox News Channel. Hope to see you at my Ag Night on November 2nd. It's going to be a night you will not want to miss. Smart growers know sustainability means managing pests at the same time they manage other priorities in their fields which is why smart growers know Certus Biologicals. For more than 20 years, Certus Biologicals has been the world's leader when it comes to biological pesticides, delivering proven solutions that keep operations sustainable and growing. Learn more at CertusBio.com. According to the latest USDA National Agriculture Statistics Service Pacific Region Milk Production Report, milk production during September totaled 3.21 billion pounds, down 1.8% from September of 2022 and down 2.8% from August of 2023. The number of milk cows on farms in California was 1.71 million head, down 9,000 from September of 2022 and unchanged from August of 2023. Production per cow in California averaged 1,875 pounds, down 25 pounds from September of 2022 and down 55 pounds from August of 2023. Fresh Del Monte Produce Incorporated, headquartered in Walnut Creek, and one of the world's leading vertically integrated producers, marketers, and distributors of high-quality fresh and fresh-cut fruits and vegetables, has released its 2022 Sustainability Report, reaffirming its steadfast commitment to conserving the planet. For decades, Fresh Del Monte has been at the forefront of sustainable practices, focusing on reducing its emissions and food waste, and adopting regenerative agriculture and smart farming practices, among many others. As a global business, sustainable is ingrained in their identity, and they recognize the urgency of action needed to continue fortifying their operations against a changing climate. That, according to Hans Sauter, Chief Sustainability Officer, Senior Vice President, Research and Development, and Agricultural Services at Fresh Del Monte. He says their unwavering commitment propels them to continually reduce greenhouse gas emissions, minimize water usage, combat food waste, and curtail plastic consumption, among other critical endeavors that have a direct impact on the planet. One of the biggest milestones achieved by the pioneering produce company was the launch of its new line extension, Del Monte Zero Pineapple, a carbon-neutral pineapple that offsets carbon emissions from farm to market as certified by SCS Global Services. SCS Global Services is a global leader in third-party environmental and sustainability verification, certification, auditing, testing, and standards development. After a comprehensive assessment of fresh Del Monte's Costa Rica pineapple production through shipment and sale to North American and European markets, SCS Global Services determined that the pineapple's greenhouse gas emissions have been negated by the reabsorption of fresh Del Monte-owned forests, making the carbon footprint for Del Monte Zero Pineapples net zero. The certification is a result of a long-standing program of carefully curated farms that incorporate conservation and reforestation areas to sequester CO2 in a nature-based solution called insetting. The company's 8,000-plus hectare forest containing approximately 5 million trees neutralizes emissions from farm-to-market produced by the Del Monte Zero Pineapple, according to the company. A train group of fresh Del Monte team members tracks and measures the company's forest by annually to ensure the amount of certified carbon-neutral pineapple boxes equates to the carbon dioxide sequestered through such conservation activities. And leading the fight against food waste, Fresh Del Monte says they diverted 93% of food waste from land 
landfills in 2022. They also achieved a 26% decrease in their scope one and scope two emissions in 2022, largely attributed to optimizing fertilizer usage, fuel consumption, and facility heating adjustments. This progress puts Del Monte Fresh at 94% in their completion rate towards its science-based target initiative approved scope one and scope two emissions reduction goal of 27.5% compared to a 2020 base year. According to the USDA, as of October 15th, there was a total of 198,117 packages of stored autumn royal grapes in California. This is cold storage and includes bags, clamshells, plain packs, wrapped in other packages. It compares to 231,006 packages a year ago. Autumn king grapes were at 1,790,972 packages. Together with all stored Scarletta, Allison, Jack Salou, and Scarlet Royal grapes and other varieties, the total number stored came out to 7,433,748 packages. According to U.S. almond industry officials, a formal removal of retaliatory tariffs on agricultural products going into India will boost demand in that nation. Agreed to in June, the tariff removal took effect in early September, bringing the tariff rate back down to RS35 per kilogram on inshell and RS100 per kilogram on kernels. The tariffs had been RS41 per kilogram on inshell and RS120 per kilogram on kernels. Julie Adams, the Almond Board of California's Vice President for Technical and Regulatory Affairs, said they are very happy to see the retaliatory tariffs removed, which will help both increase demand in India and reduce the cost to consumers there. The almond industry has been working hard along with government officials to reduce the impediments for exports of California almonds to India, which is their largest export destination. She says they continue to discuss further opportunities to improve export conditions related to tariffs and technical barriers. After a summer of record heat, raging wildfires, and unpredictable storms, federal scientists have said a warm, wet winter driven by El Nino is in store for California. The first winter outlook from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration predicts that a strong El Nino will remain in place throughout the rest of the year and into spring, with further strengthening possible over the next couple of months. El Nino is a warm phase and is a major driver of temperature and precipitation patterns across the globe. Temperature forecast for December, January, and February favor warmer than average conditions across the northern tier of the U.S. and much of the West, with the highest chance of above normal temperatures expected in northern California, the Pacific Northwest, and northern New England. Odds are tilted towards warmth in central and southern California as well. The forecast also has wetter than average conditions in many regions of the country, including nearly all of California. Widespread drought will persist across much of the central and southern U.S., but not in California, where the Central Valley and San Francisco Bay Area have the highest odds of the state of above normal rainfall. Join us for an unforgettable evening with Jesse Waters co-host of Fox News at the International Agri-Center in Tulare, California. Tickets are extremely limited for this one-night-only experience, and they will sell out. Hey, it's Jesse Waters from Fox News Channel. Hope to see you at my Ag Night on November 2nd. It's going to be a night you will not want to miss. Don't miss your only chance to see Jesse Waters here in the heart of California on November 2nd. Reserve your spot now at myaglife.com forward slash myagnight. Just last week, Turkey announced a new tariff structure for walnuts being shipped into the country from the United States, as well as almonds, according to California Walnut Board CEO Robert Verloop. The tariff comes as a surprise to many just a few months after India lifted its retaliatory tariffs on walnuts. We 
had a 14% tariff, and that's now going to go up to 25%. Um, there's an additional duty that's fixed that goes up $100 per um, ton on in-shell. Uh, on shell, it's, a, it's even a little bit different. We don't sell a lot of uh, shelled walnuts uh, to Turkey. Most of it is in-shell. Um, so we're, we're in the process really collecting as much information as what's out there as to the ramifications for this. Obviously, very disappointed. Um, Turkey is a, is, a tr is a key strategic trading partner for our industry, has been for a long time. Um, we've got really good, strong relationships there with traders, importers, and end users. Um, and we have uh, in incredible support from the supermarket uh, chains there, with some of them um, putting on ma massive displays of walnuts from California because they recognize the quality and, and the reputation that California has. So to have something like this hit uh, right in the middle of our harvest as we're getting ready to start chipping uh, is disheartening. Um, we'll be working with our trade uh, negotiators and the embassy staff in Turkey to see if there's any way that we can mitigate this and um, shift the, the trajectory here. Um, but nonetheless, you know, these trade issues come up from time to time. Uh, we've got the resources in place to, to respond. And it's not just walnuts. Almonds were effect, uh, impacted as well. It's just not as many walnuts, I'm sorry, not as many almonds are grown in Turkey. So the tariffs uh, for almonds are a little different than for walnuts. But um, as I said, we're continuing to work on this and uh, hopefully we can get this turned around. Verloop said there's been an existing 10% retaliatory tariff. The tariff on duty was 4% and it's gone up by 11% to now be 25% total. Verloop speculated on why this is occurring. I, we suspect that what's driving this is both the economic situation in Turkey um, you know, they've gone through um, some devaluation of their currency, their uh, economic situation is, is not stellar. Um, and then they do have local production that they're trying to protect to some extent. So um, we'll see how that all ferrets out. Uh, if, you know, the India situation is any indication, you'll start to see a fair amount of trading going through United Arab Emirates, UAE. Uh, which uh, has become a, a hotbed for a lot of trading of a lot of different commodities. Um, and uh, that may help in softening uh, the direct sales, but it will help in a more indirect sales that will occur after the fact. So um, it's an evolving situation. We'll see how it goes. The California Walnut Board and Commission is currently working to negotiate a portion of the tariff be repealed. From my ag life, I'm Taylor Jalstrom. Sponsored by the California Walnut Board and Commission, supporting the industry with on-farm innovation through production research, advocacy for government programs, and driving consumer demand. Doing more together. We're waking up to a new dawn in agriculture. A better way, where farmers stop working the soil and start working with it. At Huma, our carbon-rich, humate-based products improve soil health and fertility, deliver nutrients more efficiently, and reduce crop input costs. Welcome to Humic Solutions with a Human Touch. Visit Huma.us to learn more. The National Farmers Union is gearing up to host its annual women's conference in Albuquerque, New Mexico. This conference is set to make history this fall, and it will be the first time held in the Southwest. National Farmers Union Education Coordinator Lisa Buckner gives the details. 
And the theme this year is preservation. We're challenging our conference participants to consider preservation and the term preservation in all sense of the word. So, of course, land preservation and agricultural preservation, but also historical and cultural preservation, community preservation, the preservation of oneself through mental well-being. I think preservation touches on so many different aspects of farmers' lives, and especially family farmers, because family farmers are the ones that are preserving their family legacy and preserving their community. The primary goal of hosting a 2023 Women's Conference in the Southwest is to connect with farmers from the Rocky Mountain and Western regions, according to Buckner. Sessions encompass a wide range of subjects, including leadership workshops, panel discussions, mental well-being, farming, family, and more. Registration for this two-day interactive conference is available now. Find the full schedule and booking information at nfu.org. More than 60 farm groups wrote U.S. Secretary of Commerce Gina Raimondo calling on her to reconsider her department's punitive duties on phosphate imports from Morocco. The letter comes just after a month after a judge from the U.S. Court of International Trade ruled against the reason why 19.97% import tariffs were placed on Moroccan phosphate in 2021 by the International Trade Commission, which falls under the Commerce Department. The farm groups noted that high costs and limited availability of fertilizer continue to strain family farms nationally, and the groups want the Commerce Department officials to factor in those concerns for farmers. The farm groups stated that the last three years have saddled producers with higher input costs. The letter points to supply chain disruptions involving trade routes and a lack of raw materials. With increasingly limited options for fertilizer sources, farmers have to struggle to diversify their supply chain, exposing them to risk, according to the letter. The National Farmers Union is gearing up to host its annual women's conference in Albuquerque, New Mexico, November 12th through the 14th. This conference is set to make history this fall and will be the first time held in the Southwest. National Farmers Union Educational Coordinator Lisa Buckner gives the details. And the theme this year is preservation. We're challenging our conference participants to consider preservation and the term preservation in all sense of the word. So, of course, land preservation and agricultural preservation, but also historical and cultural preservation, community preservation, the preservation of oneself through mental well-being. I think preservation touches on so many different aspects of farmers' lives, and especially family farmers, because family farmers are the ones that are preserving their family legacy and preserving their community. The primary goal of hosting the 2023 Women's Conference in the Southwest is to connect farmers from the Rocky Mountain and Western regions, according to Buckner. Sessions will encompass a wide range of subjects. We have a session on um, record keeping. We have a leadership workshop. Um, We have a a panel discussion on cooperatives with the National Cooperative Business Association. Registration for this two-day interactive conference is now open. For more information on the upcoming Women's Conference, search for the 2023 Women's Conference on the NFU.org website. Syngenta Group's Board of Directors has elected Jeff Rowe as Chief Executive Officer of Syngenta Group effective January 1st of 2024. Rowe is currently President of Syngenta Crop Protection, Syngenta Group's largest business unit. Rowe joined Syngenta as President of Syngenta Seeds and North America in September of 2016. Before his current role as Head of the Crop Protection Business, he was responsible for the successful turnaround of the seeds business with outstanding growth and return to profitability, according to the company. He also spearheaded Syngenta Group's efforts into regenerative agriculture and soil health. Prior to joining Syngenta, he served in several leadership roles at DuPont Pioneer for over a 20-year period. 
USDA's latest look at milk production and prices noted demand for butter and its impacts on the supply and demand ledger. USDA Ag News reporter Rod Bain. Minimal changes in USDA domestic dairy production forecasts for both 2023 and 24. 2023 production we raised slightly, up just about 100 million pounds. Didn't make any change to our 2024 milk production forecast, but that 2023 increase is just reflecting a little bit of a bump up in milk per cow. World Agricultural Outlook Board Chair Mark Jekinowski says demand for butter is a driver behind dairy supply and demand estimates. Fat bases imports unchanged for 2023, but up a bit for 2024. That is reflecting increased imports of butter. Similarly, our export forecasts on a fat basis were lowered. In both cases, that reflects lower U.S. exports of butter. Most category prices are up minus cheese, translating in reduction in Class 3 milk prices. Class 4 prices, however, were adjusted up both for this year and next. Bottom line, higher all milk prices forecasted for both years. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. The USA's National Institute of Food and Agriculture has announced an investment of almost $22 million in agricultural economics research. That research will include agricultural markets, international trade, farm labor, consumer behavior and nutrition, food retail, agriculture production, processing and agricultural policy. NIFA Director Manjeet Misra says the challenges facing the agricultural sector, the production and consumption of food and management of natural resources and the environment continue to evolve. The agency chief also says as NIFA supports research that investigates the increase in global demands for food production in the face of limited resources and changing climate. These will have major implications for how they use natural resources, promote healthy diets, invest in science, and foster economic opportunities and quality of life for all Americans. JCS Marketing is your number one way to connect with the ag industry. Through print magazines, digital media, podcasts, and live and virtual events, JCS Marketing has the reach to inform, educate, and influence growers in the Western United States. Everywhere you go, you see West Coast Nut Magazine on every one of my customers' tables. So that tells you everything. That's, that, it's there, so they're reading it. Our My Ag Life platform includes podcast interviews and digital articles for busy professionals on the go. Our live events, continuing education webinars, and virtual conferences help growers connect with leading researchers and industry leaders. Let JCS Marketing help you connect. That will wrap up today's show. You've been listening to the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm Lori Boyer. From all of us here at the JCS Marketing Team, thank you for listening. (laughs) 